Radio Free Cybertron. Transformers. Rewind. This week on Transformers Rewind, it's Thief in the Night from G1. His Excellency like Tripticon Take. Very agreeable. If that dim-witted dinosaur keeps bringing me monuments from all over the world, we will have a thriving tourist trade. I think that <clears throat> Thief in the Night um, has aged pretty well. <laughs> Maybe I think I think our view on our, our view on international relations really hasn't evolved much since nineteen eighty six when this came out. Uh, I I really like this episode. It features Tripticon and Octane. I mean, how can you not love that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, who else who else loves this episode? Melvin. I really enjoyed watching it. You do really? Well, so have you? Is this one that you've never seen before? Yeah, this one I never seen before. So this was the first time, and uh, I love seeing Tripticon and Metroplex fight, and basically Tripticon getting thrown into the ocean, and then you know at the beginning when they're at auto, you know, the base, and Rodimus is talking to Teltran too, and he and Teltran's too like, no, you did not destroy Tripticon, and everyone's like, what? What do you mean? And they're like, you did throw in the ocean, but he survived. I, I just thought it, it was like great comedy even between, you know, a, a computer, basically. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know, this episode um, features... Was this the only fetch episode that featured uh, Carbombia? I guess it is. No. What was the other episode? It, it was in Five Faces of Darkness. Oh, Five Faces of Darkness yes. set this up. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's right. Dang it. Crap. But yeah, so um, Carbabia, it's so xenoistic. I mean, or jingoistic. I mean, it's just, it's like, oh, uh, we have basically no idea what the, uh, you know, Middle Eastern culture is like. So let's, uh, let's call this place uh, Carbomb. Yeah. And let's make everyone, you know, uh, rich and greedy. So. It's truly a wonder that Casey Kasem chose to leave the show, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, this episode is just, I don't know. Again, Octane is pretty much the main character. Um, it doesn't really get much better than that. Uh, Octane is, you know, he wasn't he wasn't ignored in season three, but it's like in any Transformers character, if you're not one of the um, tentpole characters, you don't necessarily get a lot of episodes. And I, this was a really great uh, way to feature Octane. I do like that you get to see some Autobots like Broadside, and you get to see you know uh, Octane. It's nice to see some continuity, not just with Five Faces of Darkness. This is also sets up things that's going to be in. Uh, 
Starscream's ghost too later on down the road. So it's, it's nice to see season three does have some of that snippets of continuity throughout the the season. That's because season three is the best season. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and I like that basically the whole thing again devolved to um, you know, hey, I want gold. Let's you know, you can stay here if I can get some all the gold in Fort Knox. And I didn't know this because I actually had to look it up because I was curious what the actual mass of the amount of gold was in Fort Knox. Apparently, Fort Knox isn't even the central repository for gold in the U.S. It's the central repository for the United States, but there's actually more in New York. I guess the writers didn't know that, or it probably would have been harder to explain in context. I, I love how Trypticon just walks up and picks up Fort Knox, and nobody sees this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sort of like the giant Statue of Liberty uh, angel from uh, <laughs> Doctor Who. And how does he do it with those short little arms? <laughs> <laughs> he got all the way back to Carbamia, wherever wherever that is, and with nobody noticing a giant dinosaur carrying Fort Knox. Yeah. We're talking about a you know Transformers character that probably couldn't even pick up a soda. <laughs> <laughs> And and the fact when you know he throw he throws the Kremlin at Metroplex and Metroplex catches it, and building physics do not work this way. Just as a side note, but he catches the building intact. Trypticon is running off through the mountains, and no one sees him again. And everyone or, or hears, him. or, or hears the <laughs> and they blame Metroplex. Hey, it was foggy, okay? They couldn't see. It was foggy. (laughs) And it's always, they're they're so quick to turn on the Autobots, like, you know, oh, you have that building in your hand, it's your fault. Yeah, like Megatron. how many times you've helped us. Yeah, like Megatron's master plan is, exactly, it's just like, it's like, he just caught the giant purple dinosaur going that way. Decepticon, oh, screw. One, th- one thing I really love about this episode is it, it's another episode that features just a fight between Metroplex and Trypticon. Yes. It, it's, yes. They're not that many characters that actually get that whole versus, you know, that they have their own enemy. Like, in the to- according to the toy line, Ultra Magnus and Galvatron are, you know, nemeses, but, you know, in the cartoon, it's Rodimus and Galvatron. And, you know, seasons one and two, it's Optimus and Megatron. There are not that many other instances where you have these two characters that really hate each other. And true, it makes sense because these toys are basically the same price point. Maybe not price point, but scale. But I just love seeing them fight each other. And uh, we're just fortunate enough to see it several times throughout season three. Yeah, seeing Trypticon get thrown in the ocean is is awesome. (laughs) Which... Which means we can have hope for maybe a uh, Titan-class Trypticon before too long, maybe. I keep praying for that. So in this episode, at the end, they featured Six-Gun Slammer and Scamper. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? It is. And I, that Six-Gun's that six act, voice actor's only line for that character in the whole series. Who was the voice actor for Six-Gun? Oh, he passed away not long ago, but I cannot remember the name. But I remember, I remember thinking, it's a shame that man has passed away because that's all he did was that one line in that one episode. I think it was great how uh, Octane was pulling a Starscream and uh, planning on taking over the Decepticon. Oh, yeah. Until Galvatron showed up, and that that uh, next uh, next those right. plans right there. Yep. No, you got it all wrong, Galvatron. <laughs> I was I was helping him get better. <laughs> for you, energon. for you, try some energon. Please don't kill me. 
and Trypticon was hanging out on Dinobot Island and uh, got basically taken off of Dinobot Island by Octane. Yeah, I, I thought that was pretty cool that he basically was hanging out on Dinobot Island. They interviewed the Dinobots thinking one of them stole Fort Knox. <laughs> Dino hey, DNA. Hey, that, now, now, yeah, Grimlock sensed dinosaur transform static, so... <laughs> Yes, but even if they had a gestalt mode, they could not steal Fort Knox. <laughs> it depends on the episode and the convenience uh, needed. Oh, that's true. Grimlock's not that smart, but yet he did de- he detected that a that a Dinobot did this. Conveniently, yes, I love that. His Dinobot sense was tingling. <laughs>